Good morning to all our listeners and welcome back to JGK and Podcast. I am Camila and for today's episode we're talking about three people's personal experience related to violence and injustice that have been occurring in Colombia some years ago and still now with Sara and Sarai. It's not a secret that Colombia is a country with a long history of violence written with the blood, sweat and tears of mostly innocents. People that I still remember, people whose stories are linked and have a few things in common. Injustice, corruption and violence. People that only wanted a change for the sake of our country, but for not having enough courage or disposition or even the fighting spirit were part of so many tragedies and massacres. Now it's time to welcome Sarai and Sara to JG Kian Podcast. Sarai is here to explain the methodology for today's show. Hi, Sarai, and thanks for joining us. Hello, everyone, and thanks, Camila, for inviting us. Today, me and my comrades, Sarah and Camila, are going to be the voice of some of all relates that had experienced in the past this great of situation and that even after to make years still remember with the same pain and regret. That's right. We are going to narrate them in chronological order to follow a certain time sequence, right? Yes, you're right. Now, let's begin with Camila's story, which includes a really important and representative man to the age of the 20th century. As long as I know, my grandparents told me about a man who was candidate for the presidency of Colombia. This man was called Luis Carlos Galán. When my grandparents told me about him, is that he was a good man, humble, of good faith, and with great ideas of which he never gave up and chose until the end. He always fought for his ideals to counter the corruption that existed at that time in Colombia, such as the drug dealers, the cartels, and so on. Corruption still exists today in Colombia. Besides extortion, Luis Carlos Galán was the most treated man in the country, a victim of violence and of corruption. And as he did not agree with it, he was an obstacle in the eyes of the corrupt people. So later, he also became a victim of unfailing murder. My grandparents told me that Luis Carlos Galán was a man who was able to change history, since he had genuine virtues and new bureaucratic toasts. In spite of the hazards that he started to live and after the death threats that were becoming more and more usual, he always stood up to his ideas. Unfortunately, he could only get really close to become president because in the end, the threats, the exertions and all his enemies, including corrupt people, ended up killing him. My grandparents say that Luis Carlos Galán deserved more, and it's true. It was disappointing that the country didn't support him at 100%. The people in that time just saw by their own social interests, not for the sake of the whole country. You know what? If I could have been born in that time, I would have given my full support to this man. He had so many revolutionary and innovative ideas that could have helped to develop a clearer and transparent Colombia, instead of the one we have now. That's true. In a fact, your story is a real being linked with this kind of corruption, isn't it? Well, 
Not really. My story is more linked with the violence suffered specifically in one of these municipalities' towns. I think that our listeners would like to hear right now, don't you think? So now it's our turn. All right. It was a sunny morning and my father was finishing packing. His granny, Mama Cecilia, was working in the bakery, selling those fresh and delicious breads I wish I would have tasted. My dad helped her after taking a quick breakfast. They spent the whole morning there until 11.30. At this time, my dad was supposed to have already had taken lunch and be waiting for the bus. But instead, he was arguing with Mama Cecilia about what to have for lunch. It was midday and my dad ended up having an empanada with coke in the bar which fortunately was located in front of the park's main street, place where his awaited bus was supposed to pass. It had already passed a few minutes, and the buses didn't seem to be coming. He finished his lunch and stayed in the stop looking forward the bus. Suddenly, a few partisans started to close the roads. More and more were coming and coming, That the first thing he did was to go back to the bakery and take Mama Cecilia to a safe place. They closed the bakery really fast, quickly walked to those now empty streets and arrived safely to their house. They closed the doors, windows, kept silence, and stayed in the kitchen, the safest place they could find. I thought that their hair fear victims as it was side insomnia. Well, this news was known a day after, and they were not given a specific or even a real number of victims due to the fact that the military supports were only focusing on their partners and their goal to kick out the ELN. So, some information could have been changed. I am literally speechless. It is so unfair that just because some people's ideas the red has to suffer the consequence in their right. Me too. Your father has my respects and thank you for sharing your father's story. After hearing this experience, let's close with our last story. Sarai's story is linked with something that for us is far away of our imagination to happen. But it has become a reality for others. Now, to finish our show, we have Sarai's father experience. Go ahead. I remember an event that happened to my dad in 2010. One morning, my dad decided to go cycling just to do a reload exercise and relax his mind. He told me that after a long time, he had tried it and shots to, to stop for a while and have a break in a straight platform. Then a car suddenly stopped in front of Jim a two tailmen got out of the car. Both of them gently a yacht between their hats and started playing. My dad that if he didn't no feel the job assigned by the prosecutor's office. They just killed this world family.
My dad must train the at prince, but at the eighth he told ten that is jobs okay. That he was going to fill the job. In fact, it was just a lie to get rid of them. Say, my dad continued working. When they, when the jobs taking all that for a job, a full Spain motorcycles, everything and sailing. Bang! Fill and grill the dot. Soon after, my dad read and fill the job. That anecdote reminds me of Luis Carlos Ganlan. He was exhorted to leave the post of President Bacan, just like your dad in that company. For me, both of them deserve justice, including the unfair killing of your father's dog. You're right. Not only those criminals, but all of the people that carries out this kind of practice. I'm just wondering about how many people suffered this type of situation. Maybe a lot, don't you think? Well, do you mean Dali? Events like this every year. There are more than 2,000 extortions and the complaints the police go increasing. 4.7 percent first years. That's a lot. What a really terrifying number. That's the reason why these days we don't fully trust the police, as they are not really efficient with this kind of stuff. Well, that's all for today. Thanks to all of our listeners for being here and see you next Thursday. My name is Camila and this is JJ Kian Podcast.